Blast. And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps post-game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. As a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. Raptors fans, Raptors fans, Raptors fans. That was a tough one. Tough loss, 101-99 as the Raptors lose to the Blazers who only led this game for 17.3 seconds. That's a tough loss. Yeah, that hurts. And first off, before we get into it, let me introduce the co-host for tonight. On the far side, I got my guy Foots, a.k.a. Mr. Olamati. How you doing? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me this I'm evening. Glad to have you back, because there's a lot to discuss in this game. So <laughs> thank, you for to, thank you for joining us on the couch, because I feel like this, this might be a therapy session for the Raptors fans right now, because already... The, the both chats are like going crazy going right crazy now. People right are like, now. "Cheese or salty." So appreciate you stopping by. Q, what's going on? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Back for the new year. Happy New Year to all the regulars. Happy birthday! To, uh, happy New Year to everybody. You shout out birthdays too. Happy New Year. I don't we know, do it all here. Maybe you had some fans that hit you up and they Man, told we do you it birthdays. all here. birthday. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, as mentioned, this is the Wrap It Up Podcast. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Huge shouts to you guys who tune in with us and rock with us live on Twitter at Shell Alexander after each and every Raptors game. We take your comments and questions there because we are the only live and interactive Raptors postgame show after each and every Toronto Raptors game. Same thing goes for Instagram. Take your comments and questions there as well. And we will go back and read your comments live during the show. So send us your questions. Why are you mad? Who do you put this blame on? Are you blaming the refs? We'll answer all those questions. So hit us in the comment section on both. And if you are happening to be listening to the Instagram feed right now, go to the link in bio. That way you can see the full feed instead of just the close-up on my ugly face. If you click the link in bio on Instagram, you see the full set. You can see Foots. You can see Q. Hear the full audio, the full podcast. Get the full experience. Full podcast experience. And of course, if you ever miss the pod, don't worry. We got you covered as we end up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. We everywhere. They're never there. We everywhere, right? We everywhere. We got you covered. So like and subscribe, tell your friends, all that fun stuff. And just know that whether it's a win or a loss, we're here for you, the Raptors fan. And I feel like you guys might need us after this game because... The Raptors got some tough news with a bunch of injuries, right? Yep. Fred Van Fleet being the latest to go down, and he's out with that hamstring injury, missed tonight's game, don't really know when he's coming back. Nick Nurse kind of like tiptoed around and made yeah. it seem like it might not be just a one-game thing. Mm-hmm. So you head into this game down now, Fred Van Fleet, Norman Powell, Marcus Gasol, and Pascal Siakam. That's about 60% of your offense. A lot of pieces. Okay. So you head into this game against the Portland Trail Blazers, and the Raps came out well, and they played great, and normally we would start from the start of the game, but I feel like we have to go right to crunch time to discuss just what happened to the Raptors down the stretch, because they were in control of this game, I thought they got a great push from their bench, but down the stretch, 
Q, I'll start with you. What do you think happened? I know there are a couple guys making some big shots. Yeah. Some people might bring up the refs. Where do you fall on this? What happened to the Raps late? It's a combination of everything, but I think... Don't sit it, on the fence. Don't no, sit no, on no, the fence. No, I'm, no. joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a combination of everything, like I said. But I think the offense kind of... It changed yeah. in, that, in, in crunch time. It, it, was, it, it, it was more like, you know, pass the ball to Will. Mm. Right, where yeah. all through the game, like everybody was, you know, the the surge on white side, surge was cooking white side all game. Yeah, you're down two. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe you go to that. Yeah, right. But there's there's some misplays, some missed shots, and on the other side, big time players make big time shots. And and you mentioned some tough plays down the stretch. You're right. And even on that last second chance, the Raps had where McCaw threw the ball out of bounds to Kyle. Like that's yeah. just a terrible play that you can't have in crunch time, right? Yeah. Uh, Foots, what about you? Where do you think, what happened to the Raps? How did they have, how did they not have an answer for Dame Lillard when I thought throughout the majority of the game, Dame was quiet, but then he hit some big boy shots. Well, that's the difference between a superstar and, and, and I guess, you know, an all-star or other reserve role players, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because just like you said, uh, Dame Lillard was having a bad game all game. But your yeah. superstar is supposed to be there in a crunch in the yeah. last three minutes. Yeah. And he hit crucial shots, deep logo shots. Yeah. Right? So, you know, the Raptors played as good defense. That was a bad call. Mm-hmm. That was a moving screen. So this was going to be my <laughs> next point here because yeah. obviously people are in the mentions. They're talking about the refs mm-hmm. and two huge calls. Raps were up three at this point. Dame Lillard comes over half court. Whiteside sets a very questionable th- uh, screen. Oh, he was moving. Dame splashes it to tie the game. We'll start there. Was that a bad call? Yes, of course it was. Yeah. Because you can see, especially with uh, Whiteside's hips, yeah. the, mo- the hips were moving. So that's a moving screen at the end of the day, right? It wasn't so, a square screen. That's it wasn't fair. a square screen at all. Q, do you agree it, with that it, one? It wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad call. It was a missed call because there was no call on the play. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. That was a hip check. Mm-hmm. It was damn near a knee to knee. So that was it. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I understand sometimes, you you know, they say that, you know, the ref didn't want to influence the game. But he did. There's certain yeah. things, blatant things you have to call. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, no, for sure. Miss call. So then right after that, the next play that happened down the floor was Rondé Hollis-Jefferson driving to the basket. The refs call a jump ball. Mm -hmm. But on the replay, kind of looked like a foul. What do you guys think of that call? Was that call another one that went against the Raptors? He's he's Hollis-Jefferson. That's like, come on, man. He's not going to get that call because if it was reversed and it was Damian Lillard, Mm -hmm. they're calling that call. They're calling it. Okay. Right? I mean... When when that's what the NBA come is coming to, that's what the I, NBA's always been. When, when it's, no, but uh, real spit. That's what the NBA's always been. Come on, man. Jordan's getting calls that other dudes don't. Yep. get. it's always been like that. Stars yeah, get calls. James Harden gets calls that other dudes don't get. But then you. But I I understand that. But it seems to happen a little bit more mm-hmm. these days, right? Okay. And you know. When you have a team like the Raptors, yeah, right. Again, world champions. Mm-hmm. Six players out with injuries. So bottom Who's, line, who though, was supposed to get that? Bottom call? line, though, is that a foul? Of course, it's a foul. <laughs> okay, so now 
here's where I want to get into this conversation because it comes up all the time and there's a bunch of people. Shouts to my guy, Empo, who has hit me up already Shout before we even started. Hollywood. Hollywood, if we go back, right? baby. But uh, so I had a thing, obviously, a couple games ago where I said, I'm not blaming the refs. I don't blame the refs. Blaming the refs are lame, right? So Poe hit me up before the, the feed even came up. He said... Ready. <laughs> he, he was ready. He hit me up before... And again, the feed didn't even come up for the podcast yet, and he was already in my mentions. And he says, it's, quote, lame to blame the refs. Hey, Shell Alexander, LOL. And my response was, simply, got cooked by Mello. No? Yeah. Like that's all that's game. a fact like, too. All game. To me, you can blame the refs. The refs made terrible calls. I agree with those. Both of those calls were bad. But what happened after those calls? So it was a jump ball, Whiteside because Whiteside is Whiteside. <laughs> Whiteside. Mm-hmm. He loses a jump ball to Rondé Hollis Jefferson, <laughs> yeah. which makes no sense. So now you get the ball back. You have yep. that other possession. You couldn't do anything <clears throat> with it, right? Yep. Then you're talking about the Macaw turnover. Yeah. And now it's still a tie game. And you let Carmelo Anthony get <laughs> off on you. And, hey, I'm a Melo fan. I've been a Melo fan for a long time. My guy McAuliffe, I don't know if he's watching right now, but I know tomorrow we're going to have a fun Shout conversation about Melo because he always crushes me for liking Melo or repping Melo. But if you're the Raps, you can't let Melo go off for 28 on you and the game-winning bucket. And Melo hit big other threes in crunch time as well. But this I is where I I'm wouldn't saying... Say, I wouldn't but this say, is... Hold on, hold on. This is where I'm saying... Blaming the refs is so simplistic. Yes, the refs made bad calls, but you mm-hmm. still had a chance to make plays at the end of the game after those questionable calls, and you didn't do it. So to blame the ref is so simplistic to me. One to time me, in his career, Carmelo was the leading scorer in the NBA, mm-hmm. and he was a closer. Mm-hmm. Come on now. You don't I think, think that he could... Yeah. yeah. So you... like yeah. yeah. Yes, Melo was out of the league for about a year... Da, da, da. But Melo is Melo. It's He's Mello, still who he is. Right? Melo was born to do what Melo did today. But my thing is, he shouldn't have had the chance to. Yes, there was two bad calls. Mm-hmm. And what did, what did those calls get you? Five points? The Raptors the, the Raptor should never have been within five points of Portland the way yeah. they played tonight. Yep. Again, Portland won this game by only leading for 17.3 seconds in this game. And Melo... 28 points on 10 of 17 shooting, 5 of 8 from 3, add in 7 rebounds for Carmelo. Melo balled. Very Plain efficient. and simple, Melo balled Very efficient out. night. Yeah. And throughout the game where the Raptors were up consistently, the lead was up to, what, 14, I want to say, was the, the yep. high? Yep. And Melo was the only one scoring. Dame didn't really get things going until late. Yep. CJ McCollum finished with 10 points in this game. He shot 5 of 19. Terrible. Baysmore... He was doing nothing and got tossed. Yeah. He might as well just stayed in the locker room. Shouldn't even, shouldn't right? even mention Basemore. He was a factor. Hey, as much as I crush Whiteside, 14 and 16 and four assists, Whiteside had seven blocks in this game. As much as I crush Whiteside. I crush Whiteside all the time, but he's he's doing his number. It's a crazy stat line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, to me, so I'm gonna ask you guys this. If you're the raps, how do you look at this game? Do you say it sucks that you blew the game, or is it just a factor of hey, their stars or their main players made buckets down the stretch, and we don't really have our stars to make buckets down the stretch. Like, how do you, is there a moral victory here, or is it just, nah, that sucks, you got to win that game because you were in control? Foots, uh, I'll start with I, you, man. I think as a coach, there's never a moral victory. You don't want to give the, you don't want to give that type of mindset to your guys. Mm-hmm. So as a coach, I would say no. Yeah. But as, I think as amongst players, yeah. they, they know. 
Yeah. We have we, we we have what six, seven guys do. out. We know at the end of the day, we gave them that game. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. As a coach, there's there I wouldn't put that mindset on the team, so I wouldn't say that to the to to, to the other players. Q. No, there's no moral victories. <laughs> there's no moral victories. You Okay. Like like we've been saying all year, yes, we are the world champions, but we're we're at this point, especially with the injuries, mm-hmm. you can't be giving away those games. Agreed. And right? then, you can't I'm, be. I'm gonna keep it a buck too from when those three injuries happened. I stated any win that you get over the time that those it's three guys and now it's turned to four. Yeah. But when those three guys out, you gotta grab those wins. Cause every win, especially in that Eastern Conference where two to six is split between one game, yeah. you need to get all the wins you can. The fact mm. that the Raptors are now what, five and five, I wanna say, when since that Detroit game where Gasol, Norman Powell, and Van Fleet, not Van Fleet, uh, Gasol, Norman Powell, and Siakam all got hurt. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're 5-5 five and five and you've managed to stay at 500 like with those guys out of the lineup is incredible. But I get the feeling that there's going to be some point where you're going to look back and think, ah, this was a game you should have had. And I think there's too many. And I think, yes, maybe when you look back at the season, you have some excuses with mm-hmm. the man games lost. But there are legit games where they just gave away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not they right. If you came in here and and, and, and Melo gave you thirty and Dame gave you thirty and CJ gave you thirty and you yeah. just got beat by their stars, cool. Yeah. You have no there's you hang your heads high, you guys were in the game. But in this game, you had it. Yeah. Right? right even there. even your five G leaguers were came in and, and, and gave you a run. Yeah. So there's you know, you, you gave away a game and we're not we're not where we were last year, where you can say, ah, uh, doesn't matter. It's only playoff. The only thing that matters is yeah, playoffs. Yeah. This is a regular this season. This is a different this animal, game. Yeah. This game you gave year. it away. And if this, at the end of the season, like you said, it's, it's close between one game. So if this is the difference between playing Indiana and Boston yeah. in the first round, it's going to matter. It's going to matter a lot. Yep. Um, another thing I want to I want to get your take on this foot. So you look at the the lines here. Kyle Lowry finished with twenty four points, but he shot seven of twenty three, mm-hmm. four of sixteen from three mm-hmm. in this game. Serge Ibaka has been doing his thing. I want to say it is now eight straight double doubles for Serge. Yeah. He finished with seventeen and eleven in this game. Nice. So the key though to me is the bench because I know Nurse went back to the starters in terms of McCaw and OG late. Mm-hmm. But can you guys talk about just how impressive O'Shea Brissett was? He finished with 12 points in this game. Chris Boucher with 12 points in this game. How important was it for those guys in this instance where you're down so many people in your lineup? How big is it to get, you know, how big is it to get those performances from your young bucks, mm-hmm. your Canadians, your 905ers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how hype is fans of basketball though? And I guess maybe I'm trying to paint some silver lining in a tough loss, mm-hmm. but a bright spot was those kids. How how dope is it to see Brissett and and Boucher contributing that much to the Raptors? Yo, know, honestly, it's 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 a it's a testament to our organization as a whole. From the nine oh five to the to the big league team, yeah. it's just a testament to the coaches that we have, mm-hmm. right? Because Brissett, now I seen the highlights. Now Brissett was playing. Didn't he play in the nine oh five game just last, last night? night? Yeah. And then the, on and then on fact of that too. All five of them did, Brissett, and uh, and the co- and the coach Nick Nurse is there, there yeah. is yeah. there to support the, the guys. The team was there. Come on! If you go, if 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 we were in the U.S., mm-hmm. and just for example, now the Knicks coach, 
You would never find the Knicks head coach at a Worcester yeah. basketball game. You would never <laughs> find that. Or the whole that. Knicks roster there. Or the whole Knicks roster there to support saying. the guys, right? Yeah. So I, it's just a testament of the organization, and it's a good thing. And it's, you know what it is, too? It's live experience. In-game yeah. experience is crucial. Yeah. I just thought what you were getting from those young bucks was so good to see. And at one point, I was saying to UQ, I was saying, Brissett is just... As you mentioned, the game plan and like what the coaches tell, like whatever they sat down and told them, like, listen, you need to just hustle, you need to get on the glass and just be able to hit this open shot. And he's just like followed that. He's not trying to do too much. Yeah. He's staying within his lane, but playing hella defense again. Like, it's just such a, a good thing to see because you know the foundation is there. How impressive you've been. I know Boucher, you've been gassing Boucher. Boucher Jeff Berg, follower of the pod. Jeff, Jeff Berg, it was the first guy to yeah. be boosting Boucher. Q, Chris Boucher, man. What what do you make of Boucher? He's an the NBA player. He He's doing. an NBA player. Um, you know, yes, there are some things he needs to still do. Yeah. And in as long as he stays within this organization, I think mm -hmm. he will do those things and get there. Yeah. But I'm just, you have to be impressed with just the hustle. And it's all of them, right? Yeah. Like, like think about this game right now. Mm -hmm. We're playing Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Hassan yeah. Whiteside. I'll even put him in there. But like legit. You know what I mean? With, with, with five undrafted players. Yeah. Right? They were all undrafted. Not, not yep. drafted, right? None of them were, none of them were uh, high school All-Americans. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. None of them were, you know, yeah. college phenoms. Yep. Right? It's true. They mm -hmm. they uh, they all just continue to grind and grind and grind and get there. It's crazy. And you have to be impressed with that. And yeah. you know what? Being on this team, I think they have this added this this added little push because when they look up, and you're looking up, and you're I mean even Lowry, mm -hmm. right? Lowry wasn't a, a lottery pick, high school yeah. All American. He was right? just trying to stay in the league and he bounced around exactly. And he, bounced yeah. around. And, he, and he got to where he where he gets where he's a perennial uh, uh, all star. Talking about people talking about is he a Hall of Famer? Like yeah. they even have that question. Yeah. You wouldn't have had that seven years ago, for sure, right? Totally. Siakam came out of nowhere. Only been mm -hmm. playing basketball for what seven years yeah. now. It's a, and then Van Fleet. Yeah, it's so, a crazy sign to see, like organizationally, just like. And the thing that I love the most is that it's the same narrative that Brissett and all these guys know. Yo, I gotta play defense, or yep. else I'm not. Or I'm not seeing the court. the court. Yeah, and I love Stanley's that doing that too now. He see yeah. Hollis Jefferson was in the doghouse at the mm -hmm. beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Oh. The only way I'm going to get on this court is if I have to bust my tail on defense. Yeah. I love it. It's the, men it's the mentality. Exactly. It, exactly. Has to, it has to rub off on you. It has to. For sure. And I, I brought this up a couple of pods ago, but I'm not going to assume that everybody watches the same podcast. But I always go back to last year and one of the interviews that Danny Green did where he said, he was on ESPN, and he said, the thing that people don't realize about him and Kawhi is they pride themselves on shutting down the other team's perimeter players Every single night they take the floor. And so if that's a mentality that you're seeing from Danny and Kawhi last year. You watched that every game last year, yeah. right? How can you not have the same mentality when Nick Nurse is telling you, yo, you got to play defense or else you're not playing, right? You, you exactly. got to respect it. No, you right? have no choice but and to. And if Kyle, I mean, Kyle's diving all over the place. Yeah. Kyle, I know his numbers are ugly. Again, 7 for 23 is ugly. 4 for 16. Ugly. Ugh. He had 10 assists, and the one thing I want to give Kyle credit for was I thought early on in the game, you could tell that their game plan was to push the ball, Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Kyle, get it, go. 
don't try to sit in the half court because that's when you're going to get in trouble with guys who aren't really used to having to take a lot of shots. Yep, for sure. And so that was a game plan early, and I think that late, the game slowed down for the Raps in the half court, and that benefits, Portland, as you Portland. mentioned, Portland, but the vet dudes who have been in those moments. I saw... Yeah, this this mellow gonna... left hand dribble dribble pull up yeah. like that's a gym shot. Classic like said, two they, dribble. They they, yeah. they stopped doing what was working for them. Mm-hmm. Ball movement, right? Surge in, surge on the perimeter. Yeah, drawing Whiteside out. That's why Whiteside got those seven blocks because they allowed him to then get back to his comfort zone, which is standing under the basket waiting for little guys to come in and try and make layups. Right, for sure. Surge the way Surge started the game. Right? What did he end up with? Seventeen. He had mm-hmm. seven points in the first three seconds of the game. Yeah, three surge. minutes of the game. Right? Surge early. They they stopped yeah. doing what was working for them mm-hmm. earlier in the game. The first for the for the first three and a half quarters, and you know allowed Portland to get back into the game. Yep. And the thing too, sometimes you wonder like, do you ride the hot hand a little longer? You mentioned surge as you mentioned. Surge started the game. He had seven points in the first two minutes. Yeah. Oh, but nice. the bench, the first time when they brought on that lineup of McCaw. Thomas, Brissett, Boucher, and Stanley Johnson, I I wrote down, wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Because at no point did I ever think that that would be a lineup I'd see the Raptors running this this year. But I rep Nick Nurse because he's like, no, like this is a reality that we're in. Y'all got to play. And to their credit, they came in. It was great ball movement. Brissett hit a three early. Boucher was all over the glass. And they closed out on an 8-0 run in that first quarter. And I was just like, okay. Raps were up, and, and again, so when he came back with that bench in the second half, and it was basically subbed out McCaw for Kyle, yep. same thing. You're getting great minutes from Boucher, who was hitting threes. Yep. My guy was blocking shots. Yeah, he's all it's over just a place. great thing to see. And you know what? Let's get to the what we call the Ask On Blast, which is basically we just take our comments and questions from the people, because, of course, this is something that we love to do on the pod, where of we take course. your comments and questions, both on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander, or on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. And I got a first comment here um, from Kermit. Kermit says, should we have left Boucher in for longer? What do you guys mm. think? Boucher in this How game, much he was kind of, they were kind of going back and forth, playing like a yeah. offense-defense lineup, so you saw him and Serge a bit there. But Boucher played 16 minutes, 16 minutes total in this game. Four for he seven, had it going late. He's gaining Nine confidence. Rebounds. I think here here's my thing. I think with the young guy, as they start to build confidence, I think you should ride them out as long as you can because yeah. once I seen Boucher grab the rebound and go coast to coast and lay it in, He's I comfortable. said, Whoa. <laughs> right? Like there's no, oh no, where's Kyle? Where's someone to pass it to? He just got it and went. And I thought when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this guy's coming along. He's confident. You gotta live with the mistakes. Kind of like he did with Siakam. Yep. Obviously, I'm not saying he's Siakam. That's not oh, what I'm yeah. saying yeah, 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 for the course. comment section. I'm just saying you got to live with the mistakes at a certain level and let the man cook and develop. No, I... Well, definitely, definitely. And and I don't even think... He doesn't even really, really make mistakes mistakes. No. He picks up fouls, mm-hmm. which he's going to do, you know, being 210 pounds or whatever he is yeah. playing in the post. But it's the hustle. It's It's the fact that every shot in the lane is contested. Every rebound is fought for. So yeah. with with that you you can't lose with that on the floor. Yeah. So we were talking about the refs earlier. My guy Ryan Harris checks in and says the refs deserve some blame, but Toronto blew the lead. It should have never come down to a missed foul in the first place. Exactly. Yep, I agree. Hit it yeah. on the nose. 
Totally agree. Totally agree with that. And shouts to Harris. What's going on, my dude? Uh, more comments here on Twitter. JC says, good game, but a heartbreaker. It's all good, though. They played well. See, I, I'm more on that side where I'm like, I know they blew the game. I know they should have won the game. But, again, any win that they get without yeah. all these guys out of the lineup. is a bonus. It's a bonus. and yeah. and Definitely, but I think they just time, outplayed Portland, so they should have took, took this game. But here's, I'm going to be honest, and I know people are going to disagree with me, but with the Raptors at full strength, I was worried about what they do in crunch time in a close game. But the Raptors seem at full strength. Yep. So now seeing this team in crunch time, am I shocked that they couldn't figure it out in crunch time, what to do, who to go to, to get a bucket when they need one, where Dame is just pulling up from the logo and hitting threes? But this is, right? It's tough. It's tough. I'm not gonna. I, I find it hard to be mad at them for losing this game when you have all these. No, injuries. no, no. But, but it's not. I'm not mad at them. Like you guys suck. You guys lost the game. Yeah. But, yeah. And and you know, second guessing everything that happened in the game. It's just. It's just from what I was watching from the seat right over there. Mm-hmm. You know, it it never should have even got it. I was surprised when it was three points. Yeah. No, I agree. Right. Uh, Susan agrees with you. Susan says disappointing loss damn dame <laughs> that's one way to put yeah. it quite simply right um more comments and this is interesting because i want to talk about this and i've seen a bunch of people bring up this this person uh as hope i pronounced that right says i'm officially off the og trade oh man's trash that loss was on him can't even cover old man mellow now that's harsh. That, that's, that's harsh. That's, that's harsh because there's no, there's no, harsh. there's really not anybody in the last what 15 years that could cover Melo. Yeah. That's what Melo does. Yeah, but right? to the point, maybe to like if we rein that in a little bit. Yeah. OG. I've said I've expected more from OG this season in general, but especially with the opportunities that have been given with all the injuries, I want more from OG, and he's not doing it. I mean, We're, in this game, what did OG finish with this game? Eight points. Three of nine shooting. He had six rebounds. But right now, it should be him. It should be Kyle, then Serge, then OG cooking. No, like that should be. He's not aggressive. It's not like I don't know what's going on with OG. Has he taken a step back? Or is this kind of like this might just There's be what he is? He's a three and D. He's a three and D guy. Maybe. I, th- I think Coach Nick Nurse is allowing OG to hide. Okay. He's not putting a lot of pressure on OG. Like they're not giving him the ball and being they're like, not cook. They're not putting a lot of but pressure he, on OG. He's, I think I think when he looks at the lineup, yeah. With Siakam's where Siakam got, obviously we're we're a guard dominated team with, with Fred and, and Kyle. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks his job is to three and D. Right? Yeah. Right? He wasn't looking into the season thinking, okay, everybody's going to get hurt, so it's going to be all on me. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's, you know, I think defensively he's, he's gotten stronger. Um, I think his shot has gotten, is getting is improving. But actually to give him the ball and run an offense to him, he's not there yet. No, he's but I wouldn't want to run a, I wouldn't want to run an offense, not, but not you got to be. No, but, but you have to, like, so where, where does that come from? You know what I mean? Like when when did where are you going to give him the ball for him to be effective other than Kyle driving and kicking to him at the three point line? Him yeah. with the ball in his hand, he doesn't have the hand. He hasn't developed to to drive. No, no, I understand. His game's that. not fully there yet. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. 
What do you What do you want to see more from Boucher or from OG Foots? Just be more active. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, even yeah. if so, if it's not an offensive thing, just be more active. Mm-hmm. Trying to lock down your man yeah. and, and 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 taking on the challenge. Listen, I'm gonna lock this guy down, mm-hmm. or you know what? I'm gonna shift over to Damon and and, and guard him. Mm-hmm. Right? There's different ways to be impactful in games, and I feel like OG is hiding, and we're allowing him to hide. I see him in the corner, just sitting there, like, OG, what are we doing here? Yeah. One of the things I talked about earlier on in the season is last year with the glow up of Siakam. Siakam got like six to eight points a game just by running the floor. Yep. Yeah. Easy. Right? And I thought that really helped the development of Pascal in terms of him just being more confident in his game as a scoring option. But also like that Lowry leak out to Siakam was a thing. Yes, and I it was. thought Siakam won't be able to do that as much this year because obviously there's way more focus on him. But I thought maybe there was an opportunity for OG to pick up some easy buckets like that night in, night out. And I feel like the trap that he's falling into now is basically all his shot attempts are just off the open threes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's it. There's not enough cutting to the basket. There's not enough backdoor cuts or even just getting on the offensive glass or something like that, right? So I think, I think first Norm, his come up, his his development mm-hmm. is he took he took he 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 dropped OG down another option mm-hmm. so now OG is is OG is the fifth option mm-hmm. right sixth or seventh depending on who's on the on on the court yeah. and then also Rondé right Rondé where you say you want him to go switch and and and, and guard Dame well Rondé's already and doing Rondé's doing and Rondé's doing it right and Rondé Rondé will get into the post yeah right whereas that's where probably if Rondé can get, get into his... the post and 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 you know sometimes it's a little wild but he he does get some buckets I in get there, what you're saying right? Q. OG being Should as be big as he is 68 Whatever two forty. Remember that he should game be, when he should saying be in he was there. posting up too a lot. So that yeah. that's where he can get easy buckets for sure. On easy post ups on smaller players, right? But that but I think again it comes to, I think he looks around and sees okay, where am I going to be? Where am I going to get the ball? Right, comfort with Serge and, and with Serge and Mark down in the post. You down there is clogging it up a little more. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. This is the time with with all those guys out where he should be experimenting and seeing yeah. like where. Can I be effective? What can I do better? I agree. Yeah. Right. Experiment, but mm-hmm. assertive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Who else is gonna take your who else is gonna take shots? Yeah. No, like, that's, fair. that's that should be his mentality. But again, too. He should be young. the third option right now. A thousand percent. Yeah. And he's not. But he's young, and I guarantee there's nobody telling him this too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. It's very interesting. And in the raps offense, I guess it's easy to kind of settle in and trust the offense. Yep. Sometimes you just need to go get a bucket, yeah. right? Yeah. And there should be times where, you know, maybe you leave OG on the court with the bench, but you can't I even agree. do that, right? Like, he's not there yet. He's not a – well, because you, you need the ball handler, right? So you – Yeah. As Kim points out on Instagram, Kim says, really disappointed with OG. He has a chance to elevate his game while Siakam is injured, but he's so passive most games. Some sparks and some good plays, but I don't know. That pretty much sums things up from my end too, right? Like, yeah. I think that's a very accurate assessment. Um, definitely, just because I, I haven't, I haven't seen enough from OG. Uh, but there's also a great conversation right now going on in the Instagram feed about should you have stuck with the bench or let the bench roll a little longer. K 2s Garnett says, "Listen, at some point you got to come back with your starting slash best lineup." Nick Nurse let these guys play deep into the fourth. 
I agree with that for the most part. No, or no, you're looking at me crazy. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's 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 (laughs) definitely. I think, I think, I mean, they they were effective, but those guys are going to be effective in spurts, right? That's not that's not the 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 lineup you will ever want to finish a game with Mm -hmm. at this point in in all of Mm -hmm. their careers, right? So, I mean, yes, maybe. One or two of them should have should have been stayed on the court maybe a little longer. Boucher maybe should have got more minutes. Mm-hmm. Brissett was effective, yeah. But you don't just ride that unit, yeah. Going up, it, it yeah. would have been the same outcome. Foots, do you agree with this comment here? Pastor Wesley on Instagram says, "I repeat, I don't want to hear any slander to the bench guys when only two of our starters had double digits." <laughs> That's a f- hey man, I gotta, Facts. I can't even, I can't listen. Coming from the pastor, I like that name. Listen, I can't disrespect. You know, he 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 right, yeah. he right. The other part too is, this isn't like our regular starters you're going back to. Yeah. So Thank there's you. really no need to like. I want to see what they other have. Other than Surgeon Kyle. Everyone else's minutes are up for grabs. Thank you, and I want to, and I would have rode the bench too, because at the end of the day, all majority of the starters are out. See yeah. what these guys have in the pressure situations, because I guarantee in the playoffs we're gonna need these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, question for you: Do you think you do you think you rested guys, or maybe didn't go as as hard with guys as I'm trying to look up Kyle's minutes? Kyle played 38 minutes. Search played 32. See, that's too much for Kyle, man. Well, Kyle much. played 36, but. You're on the first night of a back-to-back. Do you think there's a thought that you should have eased their minutes with another game tomorrow night? Or no, you're in the moment right now. Get this dub. Worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Because I think I, w- I think when you look at it, yes, Portland right now is not a playoff spot. But I think you, you're going up against three all-stars, right? Yeah. You, you ride Kyle and Serge in this game. Tomorrow, you're going up against... I mean, th- when, when, when the bench came in... Who are they going up against, right? Mm-hmm. Simons, who's a good player, but he's young. Yeah. Tolliver, who, yep. how is he still in the league? <laughs> Baysmore, right? You can ride Brissett and, and, and sure. Shake against that lineup. But once right? they bring in the superstars back in, you exactly. feel like we should bring right? in. Whereas mm-hmm. tomorrow, you're giving the younger who, guys more run. You can, you can, you can ride those guys in because there's nobody, there's nobody who's coming on the court. I mean, unless Rozier comes in and, and he's just balling tomorrow, yeah. that's really that really says, okay, Boucher can't play against this guy. Yeah, for sure. Matt mm-hmm. Thomas can't guard this guy. Yeah. Right? So you can ride them tomorrow. Dvad on Instagram says, I think we have to look at the bigger picture. A lot of good years ahead for Raptors fans to watch competitive winning teams. These young kids are good. I agree. Yeah. I, I, Shout out to the future. Right? Shout to the future. Uh, more comments here. Someone says on Twitter, this was supposed to be the year OG lived up to the hype. His breakout season, three years in and still waiting. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say to that because at the end of the day, like OG, he missed still, all last year he, too. Like he, he, missed he missed all, all last year. He missed all last year. Yeah, right. So get him a break. <laughs> I don't know. He's in this organization. We've seen it come. I think the pro. I think again, the problem mm-hmm. is they have a bunch of guys who are kind of at the same level, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's not. There's only so much ball to go around. Right, so yes, it, I'm not doubting that in this situation with the, the where the Raptors have everybody on the is injured. Yeah. Yes, this is his time where he should be stepping up. Yeah. But nobody came into the season thinking, hey, you know, we're gonna have our four starters out at, at one time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So 
you know, give the man time. I'm not I'm not ready to I mean, obviously if there's a trade to happen, that that's you know, make it happen beside, but I'm not ready to give up. I mean, just think about it. Like before Norm got injured, right? Norm what was, was what, what was Norm, right? Norm was putting away. If it if it was up to y'all, Norm would have been shipped out six years <laughs> ago, right? And, yeah, and now we need Norm. So give the man time. Uh, Kathari on Twitter says, tough loss tonight, but the Raps 905 played well against the full Blazers team. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that, like, think Nile. about it. Like, that's, that's what it a, was. It's true. <laughs> For the most part. Glow Girl Smile on Instagram says, need to shake it off. Raps playing back-to-back tomorrow versus the Hornets. And I know normally on that, I would think... You got to get one out of the two. I've already count that dub's in the pocket already. I already counted that. See, I can't, I can't, I can't give automatic dubs with this lineup the Raps are putting out there. Yeah, I, I just can't. It's just too tough. Have you seen the Hornets to, play? Yes, but Foots. I'm just saying. Have you seen the Hornets play? You know, but yes, but I haven't seen this Raptors team is currently constituted where like Matt Thomas has to play like mega minutes and take how much shots? Matt Thomas taking six shots and it's totally okay like he has a permanent just green light this raptors team (laughs) i haven't seen them play enough to where i can just pencil in a dub against anybody okay well right like with freddie it's like okay cool we'll blow out the calves cool but like without freddie now who's getting to 20 it's tough man but like if you have you seen the Hornets? You see who they're rolling out? <laughs> Puts, yeah. I hope you're right, man. We're a bunch I, I of grinders. Right. No, Listen, I hope at you're the right. end of the day, we're gonna hustle, we're gonna play hard. Yeah. The Hornets, not about bro, that. Bro, they're not about that life, man. Uh that guy Damone checks in and says that this game annoys me as much as the OKC loss. We shouldn't have lost either of those games. Oh, that the OKC game was the game with the refs, right? Yeah, yeah yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the game the with infamous the refs. But again, but again, the, the, that's I mean, you're playing Chris Paul, and obviously Shy's having a big year, but yeah. that's another game where when you look back at it, you were not not excluding not including the ref, mm-hmm. right? Because even the the NBA two last two minute whatever decided that that was the right call. So mm-hmm. let's put that other. But you know, another two good offensive possessions or better defensive possessions, mm-hmm. and that game. Didn't come doesn't come down to the ref's call, right? That's it. So that's another Simple. game where you're gonna look back when you're two games back of whoever that you should have been playing, whoever you're gonna look at and say those games that we should have had. Yep. Uh, Molly Way twenty seven on Twitter checks in and says OG never had a fluid offensive game. Certain guys just don't have a reliable go to move. That's true. It's facto. He's not there yet. So he's they got to do. That's it. where you got to develop develop that. That's move. where you got to yeah, right? develop that move, but at the same time do other things. For sure. And OG's not and OG is not doing the other things. For right sure. Now. And uh one more thing on OG. JC says, I still love OG. He's gonna get there. Honestly, I love I I love all of our guys. And I think that's the theme with this team because how many teams could lose like four legit rotation players, right? Like legit mm-hmm. four of your top what? Six? Yeah. Four of your top six guys. And yep. compete. And you're competing night in, night out. That's the part where I'm like, it's so much fun rooting for these guys because at least they're, they're not out here getting blown out. Because if they came out and got blown out in this game, nobody's going to be like, ah, that's terrible. What are you guys yeah. doing? How could you guys get blown out by the... Bl-? Nobody would say that. Yeah. Right? It's true. They and didn't then, get blown out by anybody. 
And then there's the fact that we're still in the honeymoon state. Like, we're still the world champion. So, really, yeah, I'm really, not... we're, we're, <laughs> exactly. we're playing on borrowed time here. Like, that's it's, it. Maybe it's, that's why I'm You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh, this is it's a like, bonus. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. Uh, uh, it's so true. So many comments. Thank you guys for sure. So many comments. Wish I could get to them all. But of course, you know. There's that many. We've grown so much that there's so many comments that I can't get to. But that's why we boost the fact that if you hit us up in the comment section, wherever you listen to the podcast, meaning whether it's on uh, YouTube or iTunes or uh, Google Play or SoundCloud, the comment section there, especially on YouTube, it gets really heated. So we'll push all the comments there. And of course, interact with us on socials because we will respond as well. If you hit us up, uh, I'll start with you, Foots. Where would you want the people to hit you up? And let me know what's going on with you first off. Man, but where do you I want j- the people to hit you up? Share your thoughts. Get your thoughts on what's going on in the NBA and Raptor land. Same place as always. You can hit me up on, on IG and all social media places. Uh, Eastside O and at DDS Caps. Q? You're going to find me, people. Simply underscore just underscore Q on all social media. And, of course, DDS Caps, DDScaps.com. Wherever you see me, I'm there. And tough loss for the Toronto Raptors as they fall 101-99 to to the Portland Trailblazers, who, again, led this game for just 17 seconds. Carmelo Anthony with the game winner. Dame Lillard with a deep dagger three to tie the game late. Some very questionable calls went against the Raptors. But at the end of the day, they couldn't execute down the stretch. Carmelo Anthony with a game high. Again, I got to say that again. Carmelo Anthony with a game high, 28 points on 10 of 17 shooting. Kyle Lowry led the way for the Raptors with 28 with 24 points, 10 assists. But Lowry only shooting 7 of 23 from the floor. Tough game for the Raps. A game that they might look back and say, we probably should have had. Yep. but Should have, would have, could have. Yeah, shoulda, woulda, couldas, and the big news as well, injury news, Fred Van Fleet missed this game with a hamstring injury, not really sure when he's coming back, Nick Nurse, it didn't seem like it would be a one or two game thing, so Van Fleet's now out, joining Norm, who he did say seems to be close, close, so Norm seems to be close, and then Gasol should be coming soon after Norm, and then Pascal, we're waiting on on that but tough times in raptor land but they're holding down the fort and this team remains entertaining and i thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking with us and rocking with us because we're here for you guys to talk about the game afterwards and talk about what we hoped was a gonna be a win which would have been a big win a huge more moral win and you know confidence boosting win but the Raptors fall. But either way, thank you guys for tuning in. As you do, always live after each and every Toronto Raptors game on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. Taking your comments and questions there, as always. Same thing goes. Follow up on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. Trying to get you some more content there as the, as the days go along as well, at Sheldon Alexander. And, of course, a full podcast. Like and subscribe. Uh, boost those numbers up rate us like us tell your friends on itunes soundcloud spotify google play youtube like and subscribe join the network just search on blast podcast on blast is a network wrap it up as a show really appreciate you guys rocking with us raptors lose the first night of a back-to-back get another shot at getting a victory very soon against the lowly charlotte hornets Hey, got to get your wins, right? Yeah, you can only play it. who's in front of you. 
That's so it. far, the Raptors continue to ball. Really appreciate it. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. And thanks, as always, because I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Peace. Oh, blast.